0: This is Kathleen maxwell Randy with The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life, and I appreciate you joining me today. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. For more information about me, published newspaper articles, to contact me to speak in your area or purchase my new book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, visit my website at www.kathleenmaxwellrandy.com. This podcast reaches around the world with listeners in 27 countries thanks to the one-time and monthly gifts from people just like you. If you want to give, simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the Follow button and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. And leave me a comment. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome everyone to the Kathleen Maxwell Ramby podcast, "The Gathering: Bringing God into Everyday Life." And today, I am excited to talk to you um, just about something that has been—I've been mulling over, thinking about, uh, practicing, seeking God on for the last goodness, the last last few months. And um, I feel like that the Lord really just showed me some different things for me recently, and I want to just share those with you, and perhaps it'll be an encouragement to you. But let's start with prayer today. Father, thank you so much for each listener and from those, Lord, from all over the globe that take time, Lord, to listen and to be encouraged, Lord, by your word, God, we need you. And you're the great encourager. And so I ask that you do that, Lord, that we be a more powerful people and represent you well. And we commit this time to you in Jesus name. Amen. Well, today's podcast is titled conflict, COVID and blame. And, um, i just want to ask you i know that this is a very very hot topic right now and i want to ask you a question but i also want to begin by saying i am not here to influence you either way i am not a doctor nor am i in the medical field Um, that's not my my area of expertise so i'm not here to influence you either way i'm here to give you tools to help you navigate in your world and in your life. But I want to just ask you, um, I know here in the U.S., I, I don't know where things are all around the world, but here in the U.S., I know we've had a bit uptick in COVID cases and people sick. I've recently lost several friends um, to, the, to the, the virus. And um, so I am... I am not here to influence you either way, but I do want to ask you a question. Have any of you gotten into any heated discussions with people over this issue? And has anybody snapped at you about the decision you've made? Or maybe you're on the fence. Um, But has anybody snapped at you? Or have you seen people literally lose their soup over over this issue and topic and there's so many things that seem to be hot topics right now from situation in afghanistan to politics here in the u.s um the vaccine covid the whole the whole gamut it's just all over it's like anywhere you go people are on edge and people are tense and they tend to take it out on one another and you know i had a situation um recently Where um, a friend just, um, in a text, a group text, snapped at me. And I just, I kind of froze. My heart started beating fast. And to me, I hadn't really said anything controversial. Um, She had been saying a lot of controversial things. But I just made a statement. And I was very grieved by my my friend's response. I was offended, you know. When I kind of caught my breath, I was offended. But at the end of the day, I am responsible for my response. I'm responsible before God how I act in situation. And I had to quickly realize that, you know, nobody makes me angry. I choose to be angry. Nobody makes me unforgiving. I choose that if that's what I choose, or bitter. And um, nobody makes me upset. I choose that or not. And so I just want to stay. You have, you and I have to take responsibility for our responses. And you may say, well, Kathleen, that person made me mad. You know, you should have heard what they said. You should have seen how they reacted. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But here's what I've come to conclude. At the end of the day, How am I going to respond? Because at the end of the day, I'm the one that's going to stand before God and give an account for my actions. And my heart is to always represent Jesus well. I'm going to also be the first to say, I don't always do that. I trip. I mess up. I'm human. But what I do try to do is I try to make it right. I try to get my heart right quickly because... I have things to do in the kingdom and I have learned just through life that I don't have time for bitterness, resentment, being offended. Any of those things weigh me down. And, um, you know, for you and for me, our emotions, our attitudes, actions, and choices say everything, everything about us and other people's Emotions, attitudes, and choices say everything about them. I'm going to make that statement again because it's a big one. Your emotions, your attitudes, actions, and choices say everything about you. And other people's emotions, attitudes, and choices say everything about them. See, what I've come to understand is that my emotions and my attitudes and choices belong to me, not anyone else. They belong to me. You know, we have a body, a soul, and a spirit, and our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions, and those are things, that's how God's made us, but each of us has a responsibility to steer our soul okay when we come to Christ we have a new spirit we're born again we have a relationship with Jesus uh, you know there are a lot of decisions but not everybody chooses to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit or in the resurrection life and but you and I have those choices each and every day and I want to make it clear that your emotions, your attitudes and choices belong to you and not anyone else. And it's the same for me. And I've got to be responsible in all of those areas. Um, If I just let my emotions run wild and, you know, with all of this stuff, you know, if we don't govern our emotions and I've already, you know, done a podcast on living out of your emotions versus your will, uh, freedom from fear different things on those topics check out those podcasts but you and i are responsible for how we show up each and every day and we're responsible for our attitudes we're responsible for our choices if i choose to speed going through town i'm probably going to get a ticket um you know i mean that's just a, a fact of life if i choose to obey the speed limit i'm probably going to be okay and be a little bit safer driver But here's what I have come to discover in this whole COVID issue uh, and this whole vaccine issue and all of this, it's important to seek God. And um, in the beginning, um, I had kind of made my decision and um, I made it, you know, kind of based on me. And um, in that, I, you know, just kind of went on living my life. And one morning in my quiet time, I was just talking to the Lord about just some different situations that were going on. And I just felt like the Lord asked me, he said, have you sought me for what I have for your life in this whole COVID vaccine issue? And I was like, uh, no, I really hadn't. I had made my decision, uh, based on things I had read. I had made it just based on my life, my lifestyle, those kinds of things, um, And I had to just kind of say, "Mm, no, but Lord, I will. And so I quickly repented and said, Lord, you know, I, I'm going to seek you and I come to you and my life belongs to you. The call I have on the call you have on my life belongs to you. And so Lord, what do you have for me? Forget the world, forget my family. What do you have for me? And after, I don't know, three or four days, of just praying and saying, Lord, show me, I need you to show me. I need, you know, I want to be governed and I want to make this decision out of peace, not fear. Um, either way, I want it out of peace. And Lord, what do you have for me? And one morning, the Lord just spoke some things to me. And you know, I felt like he said, you have a call to the brokenhearted. And I was like, yeah, Lord, I, I do. And, you know, I was tired of not hugging people. I was tired of all the social distancing. I was tired of some of that, that stuff. And anyway, after just seeking the Lord and three or four days in prayer, I just felt like he gave me a real directive for me, for me. Again, I'm not here to tell anybody else what to do. Um, But I made that decision and I have never, never looked back. But I can tell you this. I sought God and I felt the peace of God speak to me about my life. So I want to just stress that each of us are responsible for our emotions, attitudes, and choices. They belong to us. And it's important that each of us stay in our yard. Those things are in my yard. I What's in my yard, you know, the property I own, I'm responsible for mowing it or I'm responsible for paying someone to mow it. Those things are in my yard. That's what I'm to take care of. I'm not supposed to take care of all my neighbor's yard. I love my neighbor. Yes, I am. But that doesn't mean I take responsibility for their yard or their house or whatever. Um, But everybody, I feel like, has a responsibility to pray and seek God about what he has for your, your life. You know, one of the things I have come to conclude is that I am not powerful enough to change someone's thinking. I'm not Um, I might be able to influence but it's not my job to tell anybody what to do to try to tell them what to do is control and you know people control out of fear and that's really at the end of the day that's what I think my friend was trying to do out of her own fear I think she was trying to control a situation and which is you know why there was the response there was. Um, you know, there's so much controversy, <clears throat> like I said, over this topic. And I was on the phone with a widow the other day and was talking to her. And all of a sudden this <clears throat> conversation switched and she started, you know, um, stating her opinion, which there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but she was very dogmatic about what she had to say and You know, I, at that point, I choose, I said, well, you know what? It's been so good. Um, I've enjoyed talking to you and catching up and that's great. And I will catch you another time. I said, I've got to go. I chose not to engage in the conflict there. And I want to show you why I did that. Because as I've sought God on how do we navigate these situations, here's what I found. And I found this scripture in Hebrews. And I came across it, goodness, weeks ago. And when I remember it, it serves me very well. It says in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 and 15. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy without holiness No one sees the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Oh, my word. When I read that scripture, you know, it's a mandate from the Lord for us to make every effort to live in peace to make every effort to do that and to be holy. We're responsible, again, for our own attitudes, actions, and choices and, you know, and doing what's right, doing what's right in the eyes of the Lord. How does God want me to respond in situations? And what I love too about this scripture is, it was like the Lord saying, there is grace for difficult people. So I want to pass that on to you. Do you know that there is grace for the difficult people in your life? It may be your mother, your mother-in-law, your sister, your brother, your cousin, you know, your co-worker. There is grace for difficult people. And let's look at this again. I'm going to read it. It says, See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God. Grace is available to you and to me. We just have to pick it up. And that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. And so back to the conversation, you know, where I had the friend that I just kind of felt jumped on me. I had to choose right then and there, and it eh, not going to lie, it took me maybe 30 minutes or so. I had to choose to forgive, choose to forgive her for a response, choose to forgive her for how she acted towards me and, and go on. I'm responsible for my heart. And right there, it says that a bitter root can grow and cause trouble and defile many. I don't want to be that girl. I I just don't. I love the Passion Translation of Hebrews 12, 14, and 15. It says, In every relationship, be be swift to choose peace over competition and run swiftly towards holiness. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Watch over each other to make sure that no one misses the revelation of God's grace. And make sure no one lives with a root of bitterness sprouting within them, which will only cause trouble and poison the hearts of many. Man, that just says it in such easy, everyday language. In every relationship, be swift to choose peace over competition. It's not about... You know, to vax or to not vax. It got that's not God's saying be swift to run to peace. Be swift to run to peace and represent me well. Look, read these scriptures, see what God has to say to you. Guard your heart and make sure that no bitterness seeps in. You know, our emotions, I want to talk a little bit about that, because emotions are how we feel, and attitudes are how we think. Our emotions are how we feel about a situation, and our attitudes are how we think. And you know, our attitudes come from our belief system, and those are oftentimes formed in our youth, and they shape our thinking. And one of the things I have begun to see in just dip- different people I've interacted with is that if people, and you know different people's stories, but if their parents were harsh, if their parents maybe didn't do their job well, if they were abused, They're going to have a hard time trusting God, trusting the CDC, trusting, uh, you know, anyone in authority. And so that's something that I've seen is their attitudes have been shaped by the way they were really brought up. And so for many, trust is a huge, huge issue. And I see that in that fear, people try to really control people you probably noticed that on Facebook too. Um, anyway, I think at the end of the day, we, you know, what I've noticed is many people blame everything on the government, on the CDC, on the doctors, on the nurses, on Fauci, you know, it's a big blame game right now. And (laughs) I love what my, uh, one of my son my son said one day, um, he just made the comment. He said, "You know, mom, losers blame." He was talking about basketball practice and some stuff that was going on that was going on, and he said, "Losers blame," and that always stuck with me because there's just so many people that are so quick to blame something on somebody else instead of taking responsibility for their own actions, and you know in all of this again how you choose to respond to a situation says everything about you and how others choose to respond says everything about them and and that's where i've had to go back to how i how i choose to respond says everything about me you know i can't worry about what other people think i must realize that I am not powerful enough to change someone's thinking I'm just not I'm not that powerful Um, that and that's not my job it's really not my job to do that but when we realize that that I can't change somebody's thinking they're responsible that's in their yard what I have to do is govern my yard and so look at your yard and be responsible and be kind to others. Because I think that's what Jesus wants all of us to do. And yes, my friend, I know it's a struggle. It really is. But I want to read to you from Hebrews 12. And this is in verse 11. It says, Now all discipline may be painful at times, and yet, it, and yet later it will produce transformation of character, bringing a harvest of righteousness and peace, to those who yield to it. What I have seen is I have to discipline myself. I have to discipline myself sometimes to not respond. I have to discipline myself to respond in kindness. I have to steward my own yard. That's my my job. And so, you know, just to close and to wrap things up and give you something to think about on all of this, we need to get back on track. We need to quit arguing about these things. We need to get about the kingdom work. We need to pray for others. We need to lead people to, life, to Christ. We need to be a visible representation of who he is. And so my friend, let me just encourage you, don't let anyone derail your train and make every effort to live in peace, seek God, take responsibility for your emotions, your attitudes, and your choices. And if any of that's resonated, you know, with you and you're saying, well, man, I really need to rethink some things. You know, I just want to say hats off to you. Go to the Lord, seek him, ask him, you know, have my attitudes been shaped by my upbringing? Have my emotions been out of control? You know, Lord, have I you know made the right choice not made a choice um you know whatever go to the lord and seek him because he is the one that loves you dearly he's the one that has a call on your life and you're the one that's going to have to stand before him and give an account for you just like I'm going to have to stand before him and give an account for me so i just want to encourage you to look at what's in your yard take responsibility handle the conflict well represent Jesus well in all this and hopefully on down the road you know next year this time this may not even be an issue but at the end of the day it's our character you know i love what that says in hebrews that it's it's about our it's about our character and It says, you know, no discipline seems, now all discipline seems to be painful at the time, but later it will produce transformation of character. And it's all about character. It's all about you and me being conformed to the image of Christ. And that brings a harvest of righteousness and peace to those who yield to it. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for each listener, for each Each one that is from around the globe that listens, Lord, and I just ask that you bless my friends. Lord, help us to be responsible people for our emotions. Lord, do not let them run out of control, to be responsible for our attitudes, our thinking. Lord, help us to renew our mind and think like you. Help help us to seek your word so that we are refreshed and we know what your word says that we need to do and God, help us to make wise choices. I just pray for your protection over each household represented here. I just pray that Lord, we would choose righteousness and walk in your peace. I thank you, Lord, that you do not want us to be like ships tossed around by the waves of our emotions. And so for those whose motions are out of control, I just speak peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to look at my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. You can purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief. Read some current newspaper articles on different topics. You can contact me that way and you can also donate that way and let me just say i appreciate they're just a handful of people that support this podcast i don't ever take any money for myself personally um it's used to cover the expenses that that are incurred with it and and there really are by the time you know you got the email the website the podcast host all of those things um You know, it does add up. So consider giving. You can push the little red button at the podcast or it says patron, become a patron, and that can give you more information. I hope you'll join me next week and have a blessed week. Also, don't forget to leave me a comment. Bye.